0: Hey yo, it's Fresh Hip Hop Opinion with your guy Olize And we're here with another episode of your favorite solo podcast But before we get into it I know, I know you've checked out the subscribed episodes of this pod If you ain't, go check that out Go check out the Fresh Hip Hop Opinion YouTube channel is right there very popular it's getting good get on it now get on it now but yeah anyway this episode is all about an album probably the greatest i think the greatest album ever made that never had a follow-up or probably from the greatest artist that only made one album if you don't know then you've just not read the description it's about lauren hill the miseducation of lauren hill i'm gonna show you what good music is people if you're too young then you're gonna get an education if you know what i'm talking about this album then you're gonna reminisce with me let's discuss Boom, look who stepped in the room, it's Alize. I could have been a rapper. Anyway, it's not about me. It's about Miss Lauren Hill's album. The Miss Education of Lauren Hill. The greatest album in my time since I've been alive. Yeah, I said it. I said it. Well, the greatest album that never had a follow-up. Let me say it like that. Because Miss Lauren Hill, obviously we all know, well if you don't know, you don't know. Lauren Hill started off in the Fugees in the early mid 90s. They had classic albums. They had a classic album called The Score. That's the album that had Killing Me Softly. They had a style of like, like reggae mix of hip hop, with the beats and, and the, start, the rapid style. But then Lauren Hill did her album, like I said, what we're talking about today. Um, that came out 25th of August 1998, the Lauren Hill album, The Miseducation. It went number one on the charts, of course. Well, no, I say of course, but hip-hop wasn't the number one genre in 98. It was up there, but it's still it was still climbing back then and this album came out had 10 Grammy nominations jeez 5 Grammy wins jeez I mean let's just let that sink in 10 Grammy nominations in 1998 this isn't the day where you know she wasn't I mean the Fugees were a popular group but they weren't they weren't to the point where you know she like she should just get those Grammys. Like you know, like Beyonce and the Destiny's Child, they were like a pop group basically. So when she went solo, she was always gonna get Grammys for the first album. But Lauren Hill, yeah, Dark Skin, um, she had like dreads, she wasn't like commercial commercial. It just shows how How amazing the album was. There was only three singles on the album. There was what everybody loves this song, X Factor. Um, There was that, that went 20 something in the charts, the Billboard charts, US Billboard charts. Then there was um, Can't Take My Eyes Off of You. That song was from the Conspiracy. I think what's that film? conspiracy theory with Mel Gibson and I think Julia Roberts that was on that soundtrack that did work quite well as well and then the song do what that thing that one that song went number one on the charts that was a big song that was her like singing it was like the the video was like 60s style and she was like singing and she's busting to a rap classic classic song um, this song, the album only had three or sing- uh, three features actually. It was um, Mary J. Blige. I love that song. That was the I used to love him. They're like going back and forth on some uh, what's that thing called? Call and response style song. The vocals on that song, Blooming le- Eck, mate. Blooming Eck is good. I'll tell you that for free. Then they got, Carlos Santana was on that song. Um, Zion. What was it called now? Into Zion. That was the, you know, if you don't know Carlos Santana, he was like a famous guitar player. That song's my favourite song on the album, actually. Zion. And then, ooh, actually. There's a, the Angela was on it as well. The album. He was on that song called... Nothing even matters. <clears throat> Sorry, I had to warm up my voice, but yeah, he's on that song as well. So those are the only three features on the album: Mary J., Carlos Santana, and D'Angelo. Right, the album, album is so good. It was like a mix. I listened to it recently as well. That's so what made me want to do this, do this episode. It's a mix of like reggae, hip hop and like Neo Soul. You couldn't put this album in a hip hop category, in my opinion, because as much as there's a lot of rapping on it, the way she's blended like the sixties harmonies and like the hip hop kind of beats and the reggae beats and the reggae kind of production in some songs with like a soulful sound of her voice and yeah you just can't put it in one category I think that's what makes the album so great because it's like a blend of multiple black genres but yeah you can't put it in one box well of course they'll put it in like a hip hop R&B box but it's it's such a blend of different things like it's, it's almost like putting a whole bunch of different seasoning and sauce and calling it like a standard sauce, it's like nah you're doing it a disservice. This is some classic hybrid type of thing. But yeah. Let me get into one of my favourite songs on this. On this album. It's called back is FHO Cho, Fresh Hip Hop Opinion with your guy Alize and we're going into this classic album called The Miseducation of Lauryn Hill. Classic, classic album. And why this album was big? Because, you know, in hip hop there's a lot of misogyny, there's a lot about jewellery, money, twerking, although twerking didn't exist back then. Or that term, anyway, but yeah. Whereas this this album is a lot of, of course, she's a singer, so there's a lot of singing about love. There's a lot about um, God, about trust issues or trust, trusting in people. Um, yeah, it's just, it's a mad album. And when I really think about it, she's born 1975, I believe, and. She, she was only about 22, 23 years old, rap it, um, singing all these songs and having this type of. I don't know, she, she she seemed like she had a lot of experience. But when now I'm older and I look back, I'm like, she can't have had the type of experience. She's just Her voice was just like an older. It's like she had an old soul, the way she sounded. But let's go through some of the, the, the classics. I mean, I've already mentioned some of them, but like X Factor. And Zion, but you know, um, Lost Ones was a good one. Apparently, that was a shot at um, a former Fuji's, um, like Pras and Wyclef. A few bars for them there. Then obviously a lot of people liked um, the singles, like I mentioned before. Superstar was a goodie, That was a real good one. When it hurts so bad, mmm. When it hurts so bad. When it hurts so... Okay, let me stop. And... Yeah, I used to love him with Mary J. Blige. That was a good one. I like that one. Father... Father Them... Forgive Them Father, sorry. Every Ghetto, Every City. Wasn't the biggest fan of that one. The Miseducation was a really cool one. It's very... That was probably the most... Like, out of place song on the album. It was very... um, Anyway, you know what I'm saying, it's like it just sounds very different from everything else on the song, on the album. Can't take my eyes off of you. Classic cover that one. I like that one. Especially the beatbox beat. That was a bonus track. And then tell him, tell him uh That was the last track. That was a good one. That's one of my favorites as well. That was my favourite. What I love about her voice though is like when you hear her rapping it's very it's very aggressive and snappy but then her voice is so angelic and heartfelt that's another big thing about the album it's very almost it's almost like a contrast a big contrast between the two i used to think actually that miss dynamite was i know it's a big difference but miss dynamite was like the uk version that's how they were kind of pushing her anyway she was speaking about social things in the UK but she was also a good singer and also a rapper as well but Dynamite yeah she got pregnant and then put her career on hold and stuff like that but she was if she didn't get pregnant when she did I think she would have been basically our equivalent of Lauren Hill but yeah man it was a shame it's a shame all I can say about Lauren Hill, as much as this album is beautiful, it's a great album, it is a shame that she never made another one, it has to be the greatest album that never had a follow up, you know, you could say like Outkast album in 03, the um, Love Below double CD, like they never followed that up, as much as that went diamond as well, but at least we got a few Outkast albums over the years, we only got this album from Lauryn Hill, like a proper studio album. The only album we got after this was her live album she did in, I think it was 2006 or 2007. I I was was not impressed by that, you know what I mean? I need a beat, I can't just hear like guitars and stuff like that, I need to hear someone singing to a beat. You can't go from Lauryn Hill, the miseducation of Lauryn Hill to a live album and that's You know what I mean? but Fair play. I mean, we got music from her, but I I need another studio album. I I can't understand how somebody as talented as this girl won't do another album before she goes. She's got to. It's been, what, 30 years? Is that 30? No, it's like 27 or something like that, but it's, it's a long time, man. But she has featured on a few songs over the years. She's been on... Like I think she's been on um She's definitely featured on stuff She was on Nas's last album That was a good song as well but Yeah, but we need that studio We need that studio album, Mrs. Hill Come on, Mrs. Hill Another album That's all we need One more album And then you can Then you can retire I think I speak for Um For all music listeners An album that good Needs a follow up But guys It's been real It's been real I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you with My actual favourite song On the album Featuring my favourite Probably living artist Right now Have you guessed it? There's only three features On the album So you go not hard to uh hard to guess you know what I mean but here we go it's fresh hip hop opinion peace and love hey yo big up yourselves you fresh hip hop opinioners listeners thank you for listening to another episode of this solo pod that is getting its legs on you know what I mean yeah it's been a good episode about lauren hill's classic album hope you lot all enjoyed it but go check out not check go go check out my subscribe episodes for the supporters on fresh hip hop opinion it's on all podcast streaming platforms go check out the youtube channel fresh hip hop opinion oddly enough it's growing get on it go check it out different type of content uh but it's all hip-hop and related so go check that out for me and like i said in every week every every episode etsy clothing store called alize clothing that's ol double there's gonna be some new products getting on the store go check that out also subscribe because you're gonna get a little discount code on for the subscribe people But yeah, tune in next time for another fantastic episode of Fresh Hip Hop Opinion. Peace and love.